I've had asthma since I was a kid, and because of that chronic illness, I had to make all of my decisions based on how I was breathing on a particular day. That meant I missed out on a lot of things that my brothers, friends, family, and other people were able to do. For example, I remember sitting inside on snow days and watching my brothers chuck snowballs at each other. My mom told me from an early age that I had two choices in life. I could focus on what I can do or waste my life focusing on what I can't do. She said everyone has limitations and we all have to learn to work within those. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how focusing on what you can't do limits you and how you need to focus on the things you can do. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. So today we're talking about um, limiting yourself basically by your mindset. And this is like always everything that you do in life. You are going to limit yourself with your mindset. And one of the ways is by focusing on all the things you cannot do or you can't get done in a day. Or maybe you're in a season in life and you simply can't do the things that you used to. So there are some common reasons you can't do things. A lot of times it's time. You just don't have time to accomplish whatever it is that you have on your list. Maybe it's a really big task and the day is too full. Um, Maybe your week's too full, whatever that looks like. Kids or other family members, maybe you're a caretaker of some kind, gets in the way of you getting as much done as you want. You might be limited because of your abilities and your skills. Maybe you're missing pieces of information. This happens a lot around here. <laughs> yeah, we uh, sometimes get stalled out waiting on either a client to get back or someone else from the team to get back. And then the other thing that can um, that you can focus on is not having enough money or resources. So there are so many yeah. things. Like my team comes to me a lot and they ask me, you know, how to get things done with the kids running around. This is like pretty common. <laughs> this is actually common for us too. And right. our kids are older. Right. Yeah. And, and so we've had plenty of things uh, on, on my side of the business, the website development side of the business where I'm like, man, I wish I had this tool. I wish I had that program. I wish I had this resource and I could get so many things done. And uh, over time, we've been able to onboard some of those things and it's been a huge help. But uh, for a long, long time, we had to figure out how to do things without the resources because we were building, we were growing. And so rather than uh, focusing in on well, you know, I can't do X, Y, and Z with this tool. Then I had to figure out, can I do it without the tool? Do I have to figure out a different way to do something? Do I just have to say, we don't offer that service <laughs> currently? Or what, you know, what was going to be the, the resolution to that? Yeah. And you know, like with the challenge of having kids at home, especially when my kids were younger, they would want to crawl on top of me if I sat down. I actually get this a lot from people who have younger toddlers. And I say, okay, then stand up to work because that is how I got away from that. <laughs> is that why you do that? <laughs> I do. Same thing with the dog. I don't have to worry about the dog jumping in my lap. Uh, I pretty much work with the dog in my lap. Most, I can't do it. <laughs> as, as many hours a day as I can. I have the dog sitting behind my laptop, between my knees, just just chilling, hanging out. That's part of my workflow. I know. He's sad when you're not there to do it either. He, he definitely is. So so uh, we, we've you know talked about different reasons that... Uh, you might not be able to accomplish a given task or uh, part of your job or whatnot. So how do we how do we focus on uh, 
what we can do instead, or, 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 or rather, is that limiting us in some way, focusing on those kind of negatives? Is that, is that holding us back somehow? Yeah, I think if you focus on the things you can't do, it's really easy to feel discouraged and um, you feel like you can't accomplish anything. So you kind of have this spiral that happens. It makes you start, you know, mentally spiraling and now you're distracting yourself. You are doing useless tasks or things that won't actually push you towards the goal. Maybe you get distracted on Facebook or get distracted with something else that doesn't actually accomplish anything. And I'm not talking about getting distracted with household chores. I mean, those things have to get done or right. investing the, the in other your family. Things on your to-do list, right? Yeah. So let me let me ask you something because we've talked in the past about our our different workflows. About I'm I'm the tortoise, you're the hare. That whole that whole. Uh, or no, 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 the other way around. You're the tortoise. I'm the hare. I'm the tortoise. I'm, I'm the sprinter. Get it all done at the last minute. Uh, but when when these kinds of things come up, the 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 negatives, the things that you can't accomplish or feel that you can't accomplish or anything, do you end up experiencing hangups about that and guilt about that? Do you end up in, in the guilt spiral that we've referenced before? Or is that not really part of how your your workflow is, how how your your mindset is? Well, I'm gonna be honest. I am a person that naturally likes to throw big pity parties. It is something I have fought against my whole life uh, since I was a child. And I think I've got it, you know, better now as an adult. But as a child, my mom had to deal with me with this a lot because it's so easy to watch other people being able to experience something that you can't experience. And that was me physically that it was so easy to sit around and feel sorry for myself and expect other people to join in. And why wouldn't they? You know, here's this chronically sick child who can't be a part of stuff. But my mom was like, no, get your stuff together. Um, Everyone has limitations and you will deal with limitations your whole life. So I am very fortunate she did not coddle me in that. Right. So I I was wondering about that because we are so polar opposite on so many things when it comes to our habits and our workflows and everything. And I definitely suffer from that. I definitely suffer from, oh, I can't do this. So then I feel, I don't know, like a failure or I'm not good enough or whatever. So then that makes me feel worse. And then, you know, so then I don't do the next thing that's on the to-do list because I felt bad. And it's it's that spiral that, that we keep coming back to, um, kind of like a, a spiral within a spiral here. So uh, it's interesting to hear that it's not, it's not just the hairs. It's <laughs> It's that that guilt spiral can affect us all. So, well, I I think I've had to work very hard to break out of it, so I don't let myself spiral that badly. Right. But there are definitely times where I don't know if I my defenses are weak, but I can feel myself doing that way more. Well, that's the thing is, I was kind of asking what I thought was a leading question. I thought you were going to say, "No, I don't deal with that kind of guilt at all." And there you go, just learned something new about my wife. That's what it's all about, folks. Communication. So, but yeah, it, it, having that hyper focus on the things that you can't do or you're not getting done or whatever, it can make it harder to um, to to remember or to believe that there are things that you can do, that there are things that you can actually get done. And sometimes we that spiral pulls us into a uh, a tunnel vision where all we're looking at is the things on our to do list we can't get done. So we get kind of paralyzed rather than, you know, there's eight things on here that I can do right now. And I have all the time, resources, abilities, desire. I have everything I need to do them, but I'm too focused on the things that I can't do. So we have to, you know, pick pick your head up, <laughs> look at the other part of the to-do list and see if you can get that done. I think one of the challenges to this, though, is that a lot of times the things you can do may not be what you want to do. 
So this is true. it's very easy to stay focused on the things you can't do when they are the things you are like, I'd love to do that right now. Right. So instead, we we want to try and, like I said, pick pick our head up and stop focusing downward on the on the negative things. Focus on what you can do. Uh, this presents a whole other set of challenges. Yeah, like, um, so I just mentioned you may not want to do the things that you can do. You may not even think that what you can do is the ideal way. So like, was it ideal for me to stand at the kitchen bar and type or stand in the bathroom while a kid was sitting on the potty seat? No, not really, but (laughs) I could make it work. (laughs) So I did it. <laughs> I was getting glimpses into the early years of the business before I was uh, around quite as much when I was still. Oh, you other, have other no idea. That's that is. Amazing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But the, you know, the ideal being the enemy of the good, right? The you know, is this the best way to do it? Oh my gosh, man! Here's a conversation that we need to have on on the podcast sometime. Uh, is there a better way to do this? Maybe, but is figuring out that way going to keep you from just getting the thing done right now. That is the constant battle that, that you and I have. We need to make a note of that for, for a future Yeah, episode. I should because I am always the one who will like take the long way around to get something done and you sit there and like, you know, try and get the fastest way. I'm like, there's, but you could have done it by now. There's got to be another Aesop's fable in there <laughs> somewhere. So, but yeah, ultimately sometimes you end up having to work harder um, because you're, you aren't letting your excuses get in the way of accomplishing things, right? So instead of focusing on what you can't do, taking the time to harness what you can do, look at what those things are, get those things done. Sometimes that's going to take more work, but that's okay because more work theoretically leads to more production. You're going to, you're going to get more done. You're going to accomplish more. I honestly never knew how hard it was to take a shower with babies and like little kids like that became this task that was mammoth and it was so so weird because this is something I kind of took for granted before then well it may not just be with babies if when you get sick like Mm -hmm. we've been sick for two weeks yeah things that normally we could do we kind of couldn't like I felt nauseous every time I read my computer that was very difficult I had to take a lot of breaks (laughs) which is difficult for someone who works in website management and content (laughs) creation (laughs) So over the last two weeks, I had to do this a lot to focus on what I could do. And actually, Uh sometimes that meant just going to take a nap. There were were a few times where you were you were sacked out on the couch and I was like, I am so glad she somehow found the strength to fall asleep (laughs) because right then that's what you needed to do. Maybe there's something on your to do list that you feel is the last thing that you should do, but it is absolutely absolutely the thing that you need to do right now. Again, is it something you can do while there's five things you can't do because you don't have the money, you don't have the time, your kids are in the way, your team hasn't gotten back to you, the client disappeared on you, whatever it is. All right, then then go do the the stupid thing that you don't think you should be doing right now, but it's the only thing you've got. <laughs> it's the only thing you can do. And in the end, it it actually that nap was worth it. That nap, you needed that nap. You you just felt guilty about taking it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to take breaks. And that is something I want to point out is that when you are filling your task list with things that you can actually accomplish, Mm -hmm. you're going to work harder. It's going to be more challenging. You will not use those excuses, but you have to have like the other mental resources to keep pushing through and know when to take a break, know when to step back um, and know, you know, not be guilty 
that you are taking a break because what happens when you focus on all the things you can't do and then you don't get much done in a day, you feel guilty. You feel bad. So when it is nighttime or when it is time for you to take a break or cook dinner or spend time with people, then you're like, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing all the other crap on the list that didn't get done today. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to clock out. So Keely, is there anything that's um, focusing on what you can't do ever like really tripped you up, really held you back in any given situation or anything? Yeah, definitely when it comes to starting the business. So I don't know if this is a secret or not, but I never (laughs) wanted to start a business. I think people are always very surprised when I say that because, you know, I've been running a business now for several years and it was all accidental. But I will tell you that I focused so much on um, the things I felt I couldn't do in business. Let me pause real quick and say it was only accidental in as much as you fought against it with every fiber of your being while you were simultaneously doing everything that you needed to do to build a successful business. So it was not a, it was not an accident as the as though one day we woke up and here it was. It was the result of years of you doing things you did not want to do to end up with a thing you didn't want to build, but you did actually want to build it. <laughs> it's so, true. Yeah. He's right. I did kind yeah. of go in this kicking and screaming. I was like, dang it, if I wasn't so successful, I could just walk away from this <laughs> business. <laughs> It is true. I have looked for um, escapes over the years. But one of the big um, things and challenges about running a business is taxes. I know this sounds so crazy now (laughs) when I say it. Like, I have never once filed my own taxes. Right. Yeah. Whether whether we're talking about your uh, personal or business or or any any of it, you've never done any of that. It's always I've I've been the one handling that uh, since we've been married. I knew it's something I could not do. And I knew that um, if you don't file your taxes right with a business, it can really, really destroy you. And I've known, I've had friends who did that, who got into a lot of issues with business taxes and not filing them correctly. So I never, ever wanted to put it in that place. But because of that, I didn't ever entertain that there were a lot of their parts of a business I could run and that I could actually get help with that. So, you know, when you live in your little bubble, like if I can't do it, then it can't get done. And I actually talk to people all the time like this. They will say, I can't do this because I don't have time or I don't have the money or I don't have the ability. Yeah. We, and, and that's kind of at the core of our business is we tell people, you know, like, what do you have more of time or money? Because if you don't have the time to, build a website, learn how to do that correctly, manage it properly and make it grow, then pay us to do it. You know, if you're a a business of one and all you have is time, then yeah, go, go to Squarespace or go to something like that and, and do the research and learn how to do it. But if you don't have time, then, you know, get somebody who can, um, figure out ways to make those things that you can't do work for you. You know, don't let those kind of things um, hold you up. So um, that kind of leads us into next week's topic. We're going to be talking about delegating tasks that you legitimately can't do. And I'm going to throw in there or shouldn't do. Keely, don't you have a blog post somewhere that's just because you can write your company blog doesn't mean you should or something, something yeah, like that? Yeah, I actually truly believe that. I don't even write my own website content a lot of times. I get my team to do it. That's right. Yeah. So uh, th- in the same way that, you know, Keely did with, her taxes, uh, you know, she used me for a long time. You know, there's just part of our, our relationship. I was the guy that did the spreadsheets and everything, but eventually it got to be, I couldn't do it. 
when when we became business and uh, Keely, you know, became an LLC and we had, oh my gosh, we had business credit cards, business checking, and we were doing invoicing in a new way and all these kinds of things. I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I had to outsource. So um, we're going to be talking about that next week, but we wanted to mention this week that at R5 Website Management, this is one of the ways that we help business owners and freelancers to grow and to excel at their business. Is we take some of your tasks off your plate. We offer website services. We offer writing services, social media management, uh, client communication. That's that's a hard to quantify thing where how much time do you spend just talking to your clients and getting information? Maybe you need some help with that. So if you would benefit from services like that, reach out to us at contact at r5websitemanagement.com and make sure that uh, you're subscribed to our feed here at Empowering Productivity so that you can tune in next week and hear us as we talk about delegating tasks that you legitimately can't do.